It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy D and Ed back at you with another Locked On Wizards podcast. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We got some Bradley Bill news, some Rui Hachimura updates. We're finishing off that mailbag that we started. We got the Wizards-Nets game previews, bold predictions, matchups to watch, everything you guys need. So firstly, I want to get into the Bradley Bill update. We know he didn't miss, I mean, he missed that Pacers game. West Sunsell Jr. today said he's moving well. He looks fine. Just out of precaution, he didn't want him to go through all the contact stuff. But he went through the bulk of the practice today. So that sounded like he's trending up for the Brooklyn Nets game, thankfully. And Rui Hachimura, it was no real new update about him. He's still not with the team. He's just doing individual workouts. And he won't be traveling with the team on the road. So, Ed, you got any quick thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I'm happy to see Brad is back or that he's training towards to be back. Um, I mean, of course, it's great to see that we were able to get a win without him. But, of course, we need him for the long run, uh, especially against the Nets. You know, they're high power teams. They can score at will. You know, they got KD, James Harden, guys that can just get a bucket at ease. Uh, so we're going to need Bradley Bell out there. Our full str- Not full strength yet, but it's going to be great to have our uh, all NBA all star player. And then about Rui, there was a uh, tweet from uh, Wizards B reporter Quentin Mayo. Uh, he said that Rui Hachimura isn't currently in game shape. He's also lost a little bit of weight. Wouldn't surprise me if he isn't fully integrated until late November slash early December. He's doing individual workouts, not with the team. So, um, you know, as expected, he is behind the eight ball uh, late November. That is, you know, pretty late. You know, was October 23rd or 24th. So, that's like late November. That's what 10, 20 games in almost, you know, so that is concerning. And especially getting, you know, Rui back in a rotation, you know, Kuzma's playing so well right now where um, I think they both can start together, but, you know, we just need him. And especially that he has to, that he lost weight that he's trying to looks like, you know, he's probably trying to gain some muscle back, get in shape. Um, like we both said before, you know, chemistry, getting to know the guys, the new coach um, and the chemistry looks good right now. It looks really good with the guys. You know, there's no egos. Rui doesn't have an ego either, but, you know, it, it is going to be tough for him to come in and get acclimated and, you know, get comfortable out there with all the new guys. So um, I'm, I'm hoping he comes back earlier than, than late November. 
Yeah, with the Bradley Bill news, great. Um, the Wizards are going to need him against the Nets, especially with the Nets coming off a loss. They're going to be wanting to get back on track. So thankfully, Bradley Bill hopefully should be playing on Monday. And then with the Rui stuff, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. Um, we all know he was going through the mental health stuff. And who knows if he was really even practicing or training during that time. I mean, who knows the situation? So, like I said before in the past, new coach, new system is just a lot to catch up with. So, and that's not even getting in game shape. So, I mean, I'm not surprised by, you know, late November, early December. So, we'll see. The Wizards seem to be doing pretty good, you know, while he's been out. So, hopefully, him return, him returning strength is the team anymore which we both expect so and we have to finish out our mailbag what questions you got for us today all right so first one is from this one is on twitter this is from our guy uh area mahala uh looks like he's a he's a denny fan or a denny guy and he says what do you think of the beginning of danny's season um, but I, you know, we know he's talking about Denny. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. I think Denny defensively has done really well and he was one of the Wizards best, better defenders last year. So I'm not surprised that he continues to be a very good defender for the team this year. Now, what I think everybody would like to see would just be that offense come along with how the defense is coming along right now is just. The defense is really good, and the offensive side is like is a lot to be desired. So, I think a lot of people want to. I, I see a lot of this. A lot of people say they feel like Denny doesn't have a go-to move. You know, like Rui Hachimura, his go-to was that you know step back midi, and Rui Hachimura. I mean, Denny obviously doesn't really have a go-to move on offense right now, and I think a lot of people would love to see him figure out what his go-to is you know, on the offensive side of the floor. And, you know, the free throw shooting, I think he's can still, that can still be improved for sure as well. I've seen him miss a couple free throws. But he's making up for the lack of offense with very good defense, man. He, he's been a really good defender on that wing. Yeah, um, so Denny was seen taking shots after the game uh, mm -hmm. last or the other night against the Pacers. So you love to see him putting that work in. Uh, he did come back from the ankle injury. Didn't get didn't get to play in summer league, um, but you know he did hit a three against the Raptors. Uh, he looked good off the pick and roll against the Pacers. That was the one bucket that he did have. But uh, like you said, you know he does need to he does he doesn't have that go to move right now. He does need to work on his left hand. He does need to work on finishing. You know finishing through contact, getting stronger, of course. Uh, you know normal rookie stuff. Um, confidence too. He has to, he has to lift that up too. You know taking shots, being more aggressive, being more assertive too. I was listening to what's until Jr.'s press conference today, and um, you know he said he's doing good defensively, but offensively, you know when he's off ball, he kind of gets lost in the sauce. So they're trying to get him involved more to help his development, and that he can be that primary, secondary ball handler. And um, he's also said he's not playing with a lot of certainty at the moment right now. So just looking for him to be more aggressive, more certain, um, you know, making his moves. You know, knowing where to where to go with the basketball, you know, just show that he knows where he wants to be, or um, just confident where where he's going with the basketball. So, but it, it's going to take some time. This is year two. 
So it, it's it's going to be a work in progress, and that's normal for rookies. Not everybody's going to be coming out the gate scoring twenty points a game. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty confident. Then I think I think he can work out. But he's you know he's he's going to be coming off the bench, getting his minutes from there, and you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But um, I love to see that he was working on his game after after the overtime Pacers win. All right, yeah. so uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I like, I love to see him working after the Pacers game, you know, getting shots up. I seen Bradley Bill talking to him too. So that's mm-hmm. good that he has that team support and he has that self-motivation to, you know, get that offensive side together as much as he feels like he needs to. Yeah. Right. So this one is from Wizards Fan UK on Twitter at Wizards Fan UK. Says, do you see Rui getting into the starting rotation anytime soon? If so, who do you see going to the bench? Can Bertans turn this around? This question was before the game. So, of course, you know, Bertans looks good now. But, hey, I'll let you go. Um, As far as the Bertans question, let me hit that first. It's a step in the right direction uh, since we've seen that Pacers game. Like Ed just said, this, was, this question was asked before the Pacers game. So, it's a step in the right direction, that Pacers game, man. The people want to see it done consistently. You know, it's easy to do it that one game, and then the next games, he's two for five, two for six, one for five, one for four, etc. So it's all about consistency. He has to be consistent. I mean, but the Pacers game was definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, we spoke about Rui Hachimura earlier. Hopefully soon he gets in that starting rotation. I mean, I expect him to be a starter when he comes back. I honestly, the way Kuzma's playing right now, I wouldn't be mad with a starting lineup of Spencer Dinwiddie, Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, Hachimura, and Dem- I mean, and Gafford. I wouldn't be mad at that starting lineup at all, honestly. So I would say possibly KCP moving over to the bench. Yeah, and that's the lineup that I had in in the offseason in training camp. That's the lineup that I wanted all along is um, – of course, Dinwiddie, Brad, um, uh, Kuz at the three, Rui at the four, and then Gaff at the five. Because I, I just like the I like the defensive lineup too. Kuz is six ten, Rui six nine, and he he might be you know Rui might still be growing too a little bit. He might be six ten as well. So I would love to have two athletic wings being the complete opposite of what we were last year. We're having Hollow Nettle play the four, Ish Smith play the two or the three, Bradley Bill playing the two, and just that small ball. Guard lineup that got us killed in in, in a playing game against uh, Jason Tatum. So um, mm-hmm. I love the length and, and the depth that we have. Um, Kuz has to start. I mean, he played his way into the starting lineup, but it's only two games. You don't want to overreact, but I just can't. It wouldn't sit right when we had seeing Kuz sit on the bench. Especially, it's not just about scoring. Kuz is rebounding his butt off, and he's yeah. playing with a lot of effort on the defensive end too. And he's a willing passer. Like he's made a couple. He's not getting a whole bunch of assists. But he's willing to move the ball. You know, the ball, he's not – sometimes he does get a little loose you know, with, with this dribbling. I said that before. But from the preseason game one until now, it looks like night and day. The preseason games were a little rough. The Knicks game and the rap and the, um, the Houston Rockets game, those games were rough for Kuz. But even he said it himself, it might take 20 games, 30 games or whatever to get comfortable. But the first two games, he, he was huge for us. 25, 26 and 11 rebounds is not somebody that you – should put on the bench, in my opinion. And, and KCP has had his moments, but he's, you know, he, he hasn't had a breakout game yet. I think it will come, but I think KCP coming off the bench is better suited for him to come off behind Bradley Bill. So we have a legitimate shooting guard to come off the bench for Brad. We haven't really had that in years. 
Um, you know, we had like Martel Webster, you know, Jordan McRae and Jerome Robinson and uh, Marcus Thornton, Jody Meeks and guys like that. No disrespect to those guys, but I think KCP will be one of the better um, backup shooting guards out of the group of backup shooting guards that we have had for Bradley Bill in the past five, six, seven years. So, um, but Bertans, man, I, I, we can't slander Bertans. We just can't. We had to give him his props, man. The guy played his butt off. He had a step back three in the clutch. Everybody saw that Kispert picture with the way Kispert was looking at Bertans. Like, like that's a tough shot right there. And Bertans, he stepped up big. He had a dunk. And um, the defensive stop he had on Duarte. I mean, I, I can't. We can't slander the man for the game he had. For really, we really can't. So, but a uh, good question from area of and Wizards fan UK. Um, but I. I to see Rui getting into the rotation anytime soon. Yeah, I, I see him starting. Clearly, I see him starting with with um, with Kuz and Gaff, Brad, and Dinwiddie. Yep, 100%. And we got a couple more mailbag questions for you guys. But before we get to that, I have a message from our friends over at Prize Picks. All right, NBA fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Prop Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of our listeners that deposit and use our promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100. Just be sure to use Promo code NBA. You pick two to five players in an over slash under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price picks allows mixed sport entries. For example, you could take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And we also have a message from our friends at DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So, Ed, we got a couple more mailbag questions. What do you got for us? All right. So, yeah, we got two more, and then we'll probably answer it, though. There's, like, one more after that, so we'll probably answer that on another episode. But um, this one is from Abdullah from DMV Sports Zone. They do uh, DC Sports content on uh, YouTube as well. So shout out to him and uh, those guys over there. He says, uh, when Thomas Bryant comes back, what would the rotation look like? Man, that's a tough question. But I mean, we've talked about it a bunch of times. What happens when <laughs> Thomas Bryant comes back? 
I mean, I just don't know. I, I honestly don't know. With Montrez Harold playing at a high level and Daniel Gaffer playing at a high level and the chemistry looking like how it is, it's like you want to get Thomas Bryant out there on the floor. But I don't know. I, I just, I'm just not a big fan of forcing minutes for players when certain things are, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how I look at it, you know, and I'm big on players, you know, getting rhythms and it's hard to get rhythms when you're just playing in like little increments, like Scott Brooks was running with Gaffer, Lynn and Lopez, but it was okay because Gaffer had the conditioning issues and the foul issues, et cetera. A game like the Pacers, it would have worked out because Daniel Gaffer got the fourth foul early in the third quarter and Montrez had to come in for a long, a long time for that third quarter. So it would have worked out then. But what happens when Gafford's playing good and Harold's playing good and neither of them are in foul trouble, you just slide Thomas Bryant in there for a little bit. And it's just, I mean, I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not, I, I can't give you a solidified answer right now for that. Yeah, it's going to be really intriguing. A lot of people want to see Thomas Bryant play at the four. A lot of people ask if Montrez Harrell, I've seen a lot of comments, a lot of people um, asking if Montrez Harrell could play in the four, suggesting that one of those guys should play at the four. I don't personally see that happening. I just don't, you know, in Miles Turner and Sabonis, they had a good chemistry of, you know, Miles Turner playing at the four, Sabonis playing at the five. And it works out because they both can shoot threes. They both are physical. Uh, Thomas Bryant can shoot threes. That is true. But defensively, I don't really see him, you know, moving his feet well enough to guard fours because nowadays fours are stretch fours. Fours are guys like Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum will play the four. Um, Kyle Kuzma for us was playing a four and was doing a good job against Miles, Miles Turner. There was just times where Miles Turner could not guard Kyle Kuzma. There was the first vice versa. We couldn't stop Office Miles Turner had 40 points. Um, but there's just a lot of fours that are guys that can put the ball on the floor and they can shoot the three. So that would be the tough matchup for Montrose Hero. Montrose Hero already kind of struggles defensively at that five spot. Anyway, Thomas Bryant struggles, struggled at the five spot playing defense. So he's probably going to struggle at the, the four spot playing defense. So I don't see that really working out. Um, but yeah, TB, he deserves all of those guys deserve minutes. All of these guys give 100% effort every night. That's the thing. Thomas Bryant brings three-point shooting, floor spacing. Um, you know, he's one of he's more of a polished uh, post. Has more polished post moves. I've seen him do some good post moves in his time. I think he's a really good offensive player. I think he's a good finisher around the rim. He's a guy who can finish above the rim and, and dunk on you and you know pump up the crowd and do a little um, pump it up thing that like he did a couple years ago. Um, so Thomas Bryant is great, man. He, like like we've said many times before, he's not a guy that deserves to sit on the bench. He's a guy that does deserve playing time. I don't know if it will get to the point where Gaff and Harold are playing really well to the point where TB's like, hey, man, you know, I just want to find another team where I can get more playing time. This is a contract year for Thomas Bryant, too, so he has to make an impression. It's unfortunate they had the ACL injury, so, you know, of course, he had to wait out a whole year just to recover and come back. Um, so it's unfortunate, but the rotation, it's going to be tough, man. Um, Gafford does have to play better. He didn't play his best game against the Pacers, and he said that on, on social media. He said, be better. You know, he can't foul. So if there are nights where Gaff is in foul trouble, Harris not playing well, then then TB could st- – I could see nights where TB might get some more playing time to Gaff or he might get some more playing time to Harrell. So I could see that. So we just got to let it play out. And if a trade does happen, you know, that's going to happen in February. 
So we'll see. But the way the chemistry's looking right now, man, uh, Gaff and Harold, they they look they look good. But time will tell. Time will tell. But the rotation, once again, I I, uh, I don't see TB playing the four. So he, he would have to be the third big coming off. The, he would have to be the second big behind Harold coming off the bench, in my opinion, right now mm-hmm. when he comes back. Yeah. All right, so the second one is from um, Guppy Ambrosio. Uh, this was on Instagram. He said, can Kyle Kuzma step into a key role for the Wizards and can Spencer and Bill mesh well? Mm. Spencer and Bill, I've spoke about them multiple times. Um, we already see it. Spencer and Bill are a great fit. I mean... If there's nights where, you know, Spence is all, Bradley Bill can pick up the slack for him. If there's nights where Bill isn't available, as we saw against the Pacers, Spencer Dinwiddie is well-equipped to pick up the slack, you know, in that production and offensive production. I mean, they their games fit very well, and they mesh very well. You know, Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie, they, they look amazing right now. They look amazing. They their fit seems seamless. It doesn't seem like there's any chemistry issues or it's it's just clunky and it looks a little weird. Like it looks like they've been playing with each other for a while. You know, everything's smooth, everything flows, everything goes. I mean, I'm definitely impressed with that. And what was the first part of that question? It was uh can Kyle Kuzma step into a keyword? This one was before the Pacers game okay, as yeah. well. <laughs> And yes, I've spoke about Kyle Kuzma in the offseason. Kyle Kuzma, I believe he has the opportunity to make the biggest impact out of all the players brought in in the offseason, especially from that Lakers um, deal, because Kyle Kuzma has the potential defensively, he has the potential offensively as well to make plays. And we've seen it in the Pacers game and we've seen it in the Raptors game. When he's locked in and flowing, he can be really good, man. You know, he could be really good. And like I've said before, I know it's tough when you're in L.A. playing with LeBron and everything you do is so highly scrutinized. It's tough. But coming right. to a new change of scenery, and we spoke about ex-Lakers moving on to different teams in the past, you know, improving their play. I'm not surprised with it. And Kyle Kuzma is definitely 100%. He's going to be a big factor for this team. Definitely. Um and you want to look at the trade right now, Kyle Kuzma versus Russ. Kuzma's average of 18 and a half points through two games. Russ is average at 11 and a half. Kuzma's shooting 46% from the field. Russ is shooting 36% from the field. Kuz is shooting 41% from the three-point line. Russ is shooting 0% from the three-point line. Um, Kuz has 13 boards. Russ has eight boards. And um, Kuz has two wins and Russ has zero wins. So this The stats might have been before the second game for the Lakers, but the Lakers just got blown out. But that's just how the trade is going right now. Uh, Russ is a great player, but Kuzma is playing his butt off right now. Um, Kuz, man, I know this question was asked before the Pacers game, and I think I think his opinion or his question would have been different because right now I think there's just no question that Kuz can have a legitimate role on this roster. I mean, he's going to be a legitimate starting small forward or power forward on this roster. We're going to need him to make a playoff push. We're not going to make a playoff push if Kuz doesn't play at the level he doesn't play at, in my opinion. For us to win, if we want to win more than 40, 41 games, we're going to need Kuz to play like that every night. It might not be 25 and 11, but at least give us, you know, eight boards 
and 16 points a game. If he can do that every night for us, I think we're we're going to win 45 games um, and rebound and just play hard like that and just finish well. Um, Kuz, Kuz, he's playing better. He's looking more confident. I love the way he's playing right now. I, I can't say enough uh, about Kyle Kuzma right now. To get to the question about Spencer and Bill meshing well, um, I think there there's potential for him to be a better fit than what we had last year at the point guard position. Position Spencer shooting the ball well, and you know when you're hurt, he talked about it too. Like when you're injured, all you can do is shoot. You know you're not running up and dunking, even though he almost dunked on somebody last night. I mean against the Pacers, that's when you you work on your shot because you have your torn ACL. You're not about to run around and jump too much, but when you're doing your rehab, you're working on your shot. You're working on your form. So that time over the all season, it looks like Spencer was working on his shot and what was he six for eight from the three against the Pacers and that clutch three um, he shot the, he shot the three well in preseason. So it's not a fluke really. This is through, I know it's preseason, but this is, you know, six or seven games in of live basketball and Spencer has shot the three pretty well. I was impressed with the way he shot the three in the preseason. Now I'm impressed through two games, how he shot the three ball. If that can continue and keep and keep it up, he can shoot the three. He shot the three, um, in the, in the 2020 season, which was the best year of his career, where before he got injured, he shot 31 percent from three. So if he can give us 35 percent from the three, that's a big improvement from what we got last year from the point guard spot. And I think he could be, and he controls the pace. So who uh, Spencer doesn't turn the ball over much. As a team, we did better. As a team, we only had nine turnovers against the Pacers, and we only missed one free throw. So Spencer doesn't turn the ball over at all really that's one thing that i noticed so far um and he picks his spot and he controls the pace he's not a guy that just wants to go 100 miles per hour at a time he's going to slow down and take his spots i just wanted to make sure how many turnovers he had on friday night because he, he just doesn't turn a ball over that much yeah he only had one turnover he had nine assists and one turnover so mm-hmm. that's that's very telling right there so spencer man i, I think he's going to be a better fit next to bradley bill this year 100 percent and I do want to thank everybody for sending in those mailbag questions. And once again, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. But before we get into talking about the Nets Wizards preview, we have a message from our friends at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? It's definitely Salted Caramel. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team as well. The offer is to go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. We also have our message from our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to, for you, your local chain auto parts store, to stock all the parts you need. Wind door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning. 
and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, and even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? For example, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake pumps, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, Ed, let's get into this Nets Wizards preview. Yes, sir. What's your expectations? What's your matchups? What are you, what are you looking out for? Okay, so big matchups, of course, is who's guarding Kevin Durant. I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, in my opinion, is the best player in the NBA right now. Um, so whoever's guarding him, and it's not going to be a one-on-one matchup. It's going to be a team effort, you know, guys just throwing different bodies at him. That's the great thing about this team. We have death, you know. I think starting off is going to be Kuz at the three, or no, Kuz is going to be at the four, but I would have Kuz guarding KD just because of the length, him being 6'10". We're not going to stop Kevin Durant. Let's be real. We all know that. But to try to slow him down, he's probably going to get 30, which is automatic from Kevin Durant, but just make it difficult for him. That's all we're asking from Kuz. KD's going to get his spots. He's going to make his buckets. He's just a professional scorer. So it is what it is on that part. Same thing with James Harden. You're not going to stop James Harden. He's a professional scorer. It's probably going to be Bradley. It's probably gonna, I would think KCP will be put on James Harden because KCP is known, 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 known to be as more of a defender, and he was uh, used as a defensive stopper for the Lakers in their championship run. So I would I would assume that KCP is going to be guarding James Harden. Um, or Bradley Bill, if he wants to step up and, you know, he's talking about making all defense and all that all that stuff. He was, you mm-hmm. know, the goals that he set out for himself. And if Bradley Bill wants to step up and guard James Harden, we'll see on that matchup. But once again, you're not going to stop James Harden. Even though James Harden had a rough night tonight against the Hornets, they just lost. They're one and two. They lost to the Hornets. They lost 95 to 111. Ish Smith gave them a hard time tonight. He had, what, 15 points against mm-hmm. the uh, Nets. So um, maybe, maybe we could get an off night from James Harden. I'm not going to bet on it for sure. Um, but those are the matchups I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to. The big man spot, too. I think this should be a bounce-back game for Daniel Gafford. Um, their bigs are pretty slow. So Paul Millsap, who's like 40 years old, Marcus Aldridge, who's 40 years old, I'm looking for a better game. They're, they're nowhere near the energy and the, the athleticism you're going to get from a Miles Turner and from a DeMontis Sabonis. So I'm looking for a bounce-back game from Gafford's leaps and bounds, way more athletic than those two older guys. And they're starting uh, Nicholas Claxton, who's an up-and-coming big man. I actually like the guy Claxton. He's a young, athletic big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Davies Bertans versus Joe Harris. And then Corey Kispert against Joe Harris because, you know, those all they're just shooters, so they're so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Paul Millsap versus Howell Neto, the backup point guards, because they're both super, scrap, super, super scrappy international players. You know, Paul Millsap, he, he always lights up USA in the, in the Olympic Games. And Paul Millsap is a good player in the NBA, too, so – those are some of my, some of the matchups I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important one, obviously, like you spoke on, I'm looking at KD and Kuzma. Now, previously, like last year, that would be Rui Hachimura's assignment. Rui Hachimura will get matched up on 
Kevin Durant a lot. And now it'll be Kyle Kuzma. And he's done good jobs on guys like OGN and OB. I've seen him do good jobs on a lot of different guys. So it's going to be hard. You don't stop KD. You try to contain KD. You don't stop him. And, I mean, if he does go off, you just got to try to do your best to limit the damage that the others do. Like against the Hornets, Kevin Durant was on fire. He was on fire. Mm -hmm. But nobody else on the Nets really popped off either. So it was Kevin Durant and everybody else was kind of just, you know, chipping in. But they didn't get – the Hornets didn't let anybody else outside of KD kill them either. And so if you you got to do it like that, then you have to do it like that. If you if KD's going to get his, which he's going to get, and you just got to hope. People have said, coaches have said it all the time, how to stop Kevin Durant, just pray he miss. Because that's really the only thing. Hope he has an off night. And you will hope for the Wizards' sake that he does have an off night coming off a of back-to-back, playing 30-plus minutes. Um, James Harden and Bradley Bill, or James Harden and Spencer Dinwiddie, right. I'd be interested to see who takes that matchup. I mean, it could be Bradley Bill. I could see Bradley Bill wanting to step up to that challenge because, you know, when James Harden is listed as a shooting guard, because who knows, sometimes they put him at point guard, sometimes they put him at shooting guard. Those guys are like one and two at times. You know, people have them on their list as James Harden being the best shooting guard, Bradley Bill being the second best shooting guard in the league. So that's a big matchup for Bradley Bill. He may want to take on that challenge defensively. As we, as you said, he spoke in the past about wanting to be a better defender, etc. Who better to try that against than James Harden? Right. And like you said, Joe Harris. You got the shooter. We got our shooters, Davies Bertans, Kisper. If he gets playing time, you know who wins that shoot matchup? Who's better shooting the ball, Joe Harris or Davies Bertans? Like you said with Daniel Gafford, I mean, going from Miles Turner to Nicholas Claxton is you know i would be thankful for that miles turner is he's he was a man amongst boys um when they played them so i think definitely a bounce back game from gafford i think montrez harrell against guys like blake griffin and Millsap. i don't think blake's playing actually i didn't see him on the uh, box score oh okay then that's fine too um (laughs) against guys like paul Millsap or aldridge i think montrez harrell has the opportunity to have a another big game Right. So, and then Spencer Dinwiddie playing against his former team. He's going to be looking to get his yeah, back in Brooklyn. So, I mean, it's a lot of different matchups, man. And I'm, I'm hoping that the Wizards, you know, show out. Definitely. I can see it. Yeah, like you said, Dinwiddie, I forgot to say, uh, revenge game. So, Blake Griffin is going to be out. Um, okay. But, yeah, like you said, you cannot let the others go off. You cannot let Paul Millsap go off. You cannot let Bruce Bowen have a good game. You can't let Patty Mills coming and torch you now. If James and Katie go off, it is what it is on that part. They're, sometimes they're just going to get hot, and there's nothing you can do. But for the other guys, you got to limit them. You cannot let Joe Harris get wide open threes because there's been games last year where he went off and hit like five or six threes against the Wizards. And we did a good job against them last year. We, we beat them twice. Uh, but, of course, Kyrie not being there is really hurting them. Um, before the pod, you you brought up the people protesting uh, to let Kyrie play. That's funny, but – um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to our score prediction and, and bold prediction here. Um, we got our, our keys to victory, and then you know, of course, what's a once junior coaching against Steve Nash, so that will be interesting as well. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll let you go with the bold predictions first. Bold predictions, I will say Wizards win, Wizards go three and out, 
And I think Bradley Bill drops 35. I'll say Bradley Bill drops 35, shooting over 50% from the field, and the Wizards get a win and go 3 0. Okay. I could definitely say that happened. I'm, I'm going to say Dinwiddie keeps the hot hand. I don't see a point guard out there that can really match up with Dinwiddie because Dinwiddie is, is 6'6", and their point guards are um, Patty Mills and um, Javion Carter, who's who's a scrappy defender because I remember he, he played in college. He went to West Virginia. He's a scrappy, scrappy defender. But I don't see anybody matching up with Dinwiddie. I think he keeps the high hand. I think he keeps shooting well. I think he keeps getting to the basket. And he's playing that. He knows those, those Brooklyn rims and the gym. So he's probably used to shooting around there. So he's going to get to his spots and get to the free throw line. So I'm going to say 30 points again for Spencer, Dinwiddie. I mean, that's that sounds good to me. You know, I hope I hope they I hope Spencer can hit that 30 and I hope Brad can hit that 35. Why can't they both? Why can't they both hit it? You know? <laughs> But, guys, we are going to definitely end it off there. I know it was a little bit of a longer episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Of course, thank you for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen each and every day. Next episode, hopefully, we'll be celebrating another Wizards victory on the road to 3-0. and And now I want you to make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one, um, the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. Yes, sir. Did you want to do a quick um, score prediction? Score prediction, I would say one fifteen to one ten Wizards. Okay, I got the same one nineteen. I got one nineteen, one thirteen Wizards, and we'll we'll end it off there. All right, y'all. Hell to the Wizards, peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.